Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. The virus that causes shingles is sleeping in 99% of people over 50. It's lying dormant, waiting, and it could reactivate at any time. And while not everyone at risk will develop shingles, it strikes as a painful, blistering rash that can last for weeks. Think you're not at risk for shingles? It's time to wake up, because shingles could wake up in you. If you're over 50, talk to your doctor or pharmacist about shingles prevention. Today's show is pre-recorded. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Y'all know what time it is. Y'all don't know y'all better act. Hat on, hat on, suit on, suit on. looking like the trap dog, giving them all stress like a million bucks, bucks, things in his cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be but Steve Harvey? Oh yeah, listening to me. Mm-hmm. Put your hands together for Steve Harvey. Put your hands together. Oh, 
Listening to the voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. <laughs> Got a radio show. You know, today I was thinking of uh, what I would say today, and it, and it just dawned on me this way, and I just want to share this with everybody listening. You've got to get some help to make it through life. I cannot imagine where I would be if it was not for the help of my God, if it wasn't for His grace and mercy. If I did not have the ability to lean on him in all the times I've had to lean on him, which has become a daily basis, I have no idea where I would be. But clearly, I know for a matter of fact, I would not be here today. You have got to get some help to get through this thing called life. I am begging you to look into it, man. You've got to form a relationship with God. Without a relationship with God, this thing called life is daunting at times. I don't care who you are. I know I'm speaking the truth right now because, listen, no matter who you are, what job title you have, what aspirations you may have. I don't care what your educational background is or is not. It does not matter. If you don't get a real relationship going on with God, I don't see how you can make it. So many people are faking and fronting out here like they got it going on and you don't know. And you really don't know how many people that you think in your neighborhood had it going on because you saw a car pull up in the driveway or their house look bigger or the grass is cut nicer. And you only find out that a foreclosure sign on their house, too. See, you don't know the mask that people put on to parade around in is for appearance sakes. So a lot of people you looking at that you think got it going on, who might be the pattern of success that you want to trace. You got to be real careful with that because it may not be as it appears to be. But one thing is for sure, no matter what's going on in your life. I know that behind whatever mask I'm wearing or I realize that no matter what the appearances may be, that on the other side of me, I'm going to be just fine. See, you may be outwardly people hating on you, talking about you, dragging your name through the mud. Look, man, people can say stuff about you. Most people talking about you don't even know you. They just participating in it. You can have that appearance going on. But behind you, within you, if you have a relationship with God, it don't matter because you can be all right. I've seen it get real stormy on the outside for me. But on the inside, I just had the feeling I was going to be all right. See, that's what the relationship gives you, man. It gives you the confidence to know that the things that you're going through are temporary. That it's just a space that you happen to be in. Like I said the other day, you got to remember something. The road to success is always under construction. You might as well get ready for that. If you plan it on changing, getting better, doing something about your health, if if you decide, hey, look, I just would like to live a longer, more prosperous life, or hey, I want to make X amount of dollars, or hey, man, I'm going to stop staying out in these streets and I'm going to come home and treat my family the way they ought to be treated. I don't care what decision you make. 
when you strike out on that road to success, it's under construction, partner. There's barrels out there. There's wide turns. There's detours. You know, it's, it's, it's men out there holding signs saying, slow down. Sometimes they put the stop sign up. You got to wait and watch people go by you on the other side. Then before you can take off again, you've all been on the road with construction on it. It can be so frustrating. And the whole time you on that road, I know when I'm on the road with under construction, I'm always thinking of an alternative path. I ain't ever sat in traffic under construction, man, and thought of if I get off on this exit, where would it take me? Not knowing, but just, man, could I keep moving if I go that way? That's a dangerous thing sometimes, see, because oftentimes when we get off the road of success and we take that other path, we get further and further off course because wasn't no detour sign for that. Just a decision I made on my own because I don't like sitting here. Sometimes I don't have the patience I ought to have. So I've taken some what I thought might be shortcuts. But I got to tell you something. Ain't no shortcuts on the road to success. Even the detour signs wind up taking you a little bit out your way and loop back around. I remember one time I was coming from Las Vegas and uh, there was an uh, some type of chemical spill in a truck. And... Uh, you could almost see the smoke up ahead. It was very faint. So they detoured us through the desert, and we had to go all the way around. And I drove, man, like an hour and a half out of the way. And when they entered us back on the freeway where we were to go back to L.A., soon as I got at that exit to get back on the freeway, I looked right there, and there the accident was. Now. It was an hour and a half, an hour 45, all the way around in that desert to get back to almost the same place. But it was the best way to go because, see, that was the route to take. And that's what you got to understand about trying to make the right decision to be successful, that the road to success is always under construction. You're going to have to go around a little bit. So quit, stop being impatient with, I don't want to go around. I'm going to go this way. You go that way if you want to. Just follow the detour signs. See, because somebody that came up this road before, you have. Somebody that traveled the road already, and they took the way around. And yeah, it seemed like it's a longer way, and you want to make that other decision. But stay on the road to success. It's under construction, man. That's just the way it goes. Don't lose your patience and try to create a shortcut for yourself. I'm going to go away. Ain't nobody ever gone. Wait, hold up, partner. You really think you're going to do that? Listen, there's oftentimes a lot of rewards when you go the least travel path. But the road to success is the least travel path. That's what you keep getting mixed up. You keep thinking if you go another way. No, no. Stay on the road to success. That is the least travel path. It's under construction. You can go out there with your, with your machete if you want to. Talking about cutting new trails. You think the road to success is under construction. Take the other route and get that machete out and see how long you be out there trying to cut a path. Sometimes, man, you, you just got to stay patient. The road to success has been traveled before by millions of people in front of you. Everybody that has some setbacks in life. But don't get off the road of success just because you having some setbacks. Just because you see some orange barrels up. Just because there's some men out there with vests on. What that got to do with you? Everybody. Everybody that's trying to be successful is on that road. Your relationship with God helps you 
guide yourself around the barrels. It helps you have the patience to go around that away. He going to get you back where you got to be. But you got to go out there so you can learn some things. See, you need God to make it in life because the road to success is always under construction. He calms you down when the barrels is up. He lets you know it's going to be all right. He rewards you with the patience to finish because he's going to get you right back where you need to be and you can get on with where you was going, okay? All right, y'all. We're going to try that today. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Tis the month of St. Patty's Day, and here's a random related fact. Did you know that the odds of finding a lucky four-leaf clover are 1 in 10,000? I'd say that's pretty difficult. Fortunately, if you're a business owner or hiring manager, you don't need luck to find top talent for your team. You need ZipRecruiter, and right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter's brilliant technology leads you to a pot of gold of top talent. Once you review your list of the most qualified candidates for your job, you can easily invite your top choices to apply, so they're more likely to apply sooner. Aren't you just a wee bit curious to see how ZipRecruiter can help you? Well, today's your lucky day because you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com strawberry. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Once again, just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you know what? I'm not going to do that this morning. What I'm going to do is I'm going to approach it differently. I am going to assume that you've already thanked him. I am going to assume that you are already grateful. And I am already going to assume that you've already made your necessary adjustments in the three levels of attitude. Gratitude, attitude, altitude. I'm just going to assume you do it because I know that I'm talking to that type of people. I'm talking to a type of people where you ain't got to keep telling them over and over and over. Because most of us who are listening to this show have children. And we know the exhaustion of saying something to somebody over and over and over and over. And they keep not listening. We are not children. We are children of God. But we ain't baby children. Ladies and gentlemen, this is how I'm starting the Steve Harvey Motor Show. Why did I choose to do that? I have no idea. I just tripped. That's all. I just I just tripped. Just now, I just tripped. I said, baby children. Baby children. Baby children. I love that. We not baby children. Baby children. We grown children. I like that. Baby child. I do too. I like that. What you fit to do is stop acting like baby child. Baby child. I like that one. Now, I don't know where your man child at, but you need to draw on it. Shirley Strawberry, Carla Pharrell, Mississippi, Monica Jr., nephew Tommy. Ladies and gentlemen, Steve Harvey Morning Show. We started the same way. Junior. Yes, sir. What in the world is on your mind? <laughs> well, you know what, Uncle Man, today, man, I just want to say, man, I want to give your flowers, Uncle. Why are you here, man? You know, your mentorship really means something, man. And I want to say thank you for taking the time, man, that you take with me and all these other young men that you do this for. Because I just realized, however tough I've got, your methods are unorthodox now. They're not normal methods. 
You you yeah. do something. Yeah, they kind of unorthodox, yeah. but I get the message though. And I just want to yeah. tell you, even though I was going through some things, I've learned so much about life. That's what I did. Yeah. You had to teach it to me. And I just appreciate that, man, because I don't never thank you for it. I just assume you're supposed to do it for me, and you don't. You really don't. I assume he's supposed to do it for me. I don't care how you feel. <laughs> <laughs> See the two angles I have to deal with every yeah. day. This is, this is why I wake up to this. <laughs> yin and the yang. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I got. Yeah. <laughs> well, I appreciate that, Junior. Uh, I know my methods is a bit unorthodox. I've been told that by... Uh, my wife told me that reason. I don't know why you raise these boys like that. Well, you know, you don't know how, so... What is you talking to me for? You know, mm. just like I don't know how to turn none of these girls into women. Mm. And as soon as I said that, now my wife texts me. <laughs> mm. Right on time. She's wow. listening. Yeah. She right now. Listening. Oh, she just texted me. <laughs> uh huh. She just texted me right now. And a really wonderful text. I like to retract what I just said about yeah. her. Because she's listening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I sure hope not. <laughs> well, that's how we yeah. do it today. Come on, Shirley, let's go. All right. Oh. Coming up at 32 minutes after the hour, we'll hear from the nephew as he runs that prank back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for the nephew to run that prank back. What you got for us, Neff? I'm working it out up in here. I've done uh, 200 push-ups this morning before we started the show. And uh, after that, I could barely get the toothbrush to my mouth, but I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> so you did the push-up, but you can't brush your teeth. Yeah. yeah, I understand where you're at with that, dog. No, I can't, I can't move. What, what do you think your max number of push-ups is one time? What can you do? I'm probably in the 40s if I just push myself. That's pushing though. Now, as we get through that 40, that, that, that 100, we ain't gonna get to that 100. Now, we gonna, that's yeah, it. That last time I did it, I did 31. And mm-hmm. uh, I don't really think you even count that last one. What? Well, <laughs> that's, that's really getting up, ain't it? That's really. Yeah, I really thought I counted to get up out the flow. That was yeah. like, I made that 31. I did 30, but that was a bit challenging for me. How about you, Junior? I'll get 15. You a 50. damn liar. You oh, lying, Junior. A push-up challenge hey, already hey, here. Push-up challenge. Hey, you you shouldn't be challenging nobody, first of all. that, that oh. No, you ain't trying to challenge nobody. I challenge you in the push-up. Uh, what? Your challenges have not been working out well for you. I know that. I'm, I'm picking hey, challenge out one. Let's go. I'm picking out one. I know I can win. This is the prank. Don't worry about it. It's something I need to take care of. I talk to... Hello. May I speak to Terry? This is she. My name is Daryl. Damon is my brother. I don't live in Dallas where y'all live at. I'm uh, the one that live out of town. But we didn't have a family meeting and talked about it. And uh, I know Travis is your son. He eight years old. But the problem is, the reason why I'm calling you, uh, Terry, is because we didn't find out that Travis ain't none of Damon's child. Excuse me? Travis ain't none of Damon Child. He's been paying you child support here for the last Wait, eight. hold on. And you said your name was who? I'm Darrell. I'm Damon's brother. And who gave you this information? We we all have found the information out. We actually going to go down there to the courthouse and get all this stuff rectified. But we done found out that Travis ain't none of, uh, ain't none of Damon's child. And he's been sitting up here sending you money, seven eight $800 a month, and this child ain't even here. 
Now, I hate for Travis to find this out, and he's going to have to find it out. But oh, wait, 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 wait. He ain't finna find that why are you calling me? Look, the family didn't had a meeting, and I'm the one that they decided to make the phone call and tell you what's going on. Now, no, I don't... but you, 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 you don't have a damn thing to do with this. You, you ain't nobody daddy over here, so I'm not sure what you're calling for or who died made you king or wanted you to be head in charge to call, but that is not going to work out. But let me, why, why are you doing this to my brother? That's what I'm saying. For eight years, the man been sending you 700 something dollars a month, and, and, and this ain't even his child. What? You know, I, I, why, am, why am I even talking to you? I'm not really sure. Uh, your brother need to call me if he has any problems or questions. You have a good day. They, they Hello. You don't hang no damn phone up on me. Damon told me your little ass was hard-headed anyway. Now, look. Wait I, a minute. I, you know what? You you got the wrong one, baby. Like, I'm trying to not lose all my religion today, but you about to make me lose it on your about to you make me lose what? You don't know who you with over here. So, like I said before, uh, my son, your uh, nephew that you try not to claim over there, I don't know why you came from wherever the hell you said you came from, to Dallas, to try to cross the from, I came from California down here to Dallas, and I'm telling you... You need to take your black come back to California, because down here, it, it, you don't know me like that. No, I don't know you, but I'm finna know you, and Travis finna know that my brother ain't his daddy. Not, no, I, and, and, I don't know. You know what? You need to talk to your brother again. That's what you need to do, and you don't need to be talking to me. You finna send us all the money my brother didn't sent y'all. <laughs> <laughs> and when I do, look, when I send when I send all that eight years worth of money back, you you gonna send every dime back because it belonged to my brother. That ain't my brother's child. Now we ain't got time to be going on no Mari Povich show or nothing to find out who the daddy. You know what? Like I said, you picked the wrong one. It'd be your best bet not to call me anymore. You actually, it is a good thing that you call because if you came knocking on my door, you'd have got your with today. No, you go. That's my second thing I'm finna do if we can't rectify it over the phone. I don't have a problem coming over there, knocking down some doors and getting some questions answered. Cause damn it, this ain't Damon's baby. It, obviously, you must wish it was yours since you're taking so much interest. No, it ain't mine, but but it, it ain't Damon's either. And we got seven hundred. You must not have any and looking for some. But I, I'm sorry, this was taken over here, and Damon will continue to pay what he owes. Damon don't owe so another... Ask what's wrong with you brothers now. You don't want to pay. I'm sorry. He's going to continue to pay. And you can call whoever you want to call him. Do whatever you want to do. So go back and tell your mama and everybody else who, 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 who waiting for this meeting to let them know. It ain't happening. Look, my mama ain't got nothing to do with it. Mama been... You said, my... your, mama, you said your mama and all y'all got together. She the same way. That, I see where you get it from. You act just like her. Y'all some nosy, y'all some nosy people. Mind your own damn business. That's a grown man. That ain't, my mama said it from the get-go that it wasn't, her, that it, it wasn't Damon's child. Nah, that mean your mama's a two-faced lie, because you ain't what your mama said. You ain't finna sit here and bring my mama up in this? Well, if you know so much, then you better come knock on my door. Come knock on my door if you want to. We done done the math. $750 times 12, uh -huh. then times 8 is $72,000. <laughs> That's how much money my brother didn't send you, and that's how much we want back. And I need you to get to working on this money now. Mm, okay. Why don't you come over here and get it? Don't get your whooped today, Terry. Come on over here, and you don't see them get their whooped. You, you in Dallas. When is, you, you, I don't care nothing about it, but I'm in no Dallas. This ain't California. So what? Well, I don't even know what the hell. I don't. Why, I don't even know why I'm wasting my time talking to you. Like I said, you, your, your brother is is a weak. If he got to have you, y'all had a meeting, and you got to be the one to call. I, I'm not really understanding. Look, I got one more thing I need to say to you. Is you listening to me? You know, you getting on my damn nerves. That's what you're doing. You 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 respect me. Are you listening to me? 
nephew what? This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got oh, pranked. Oh, my God. <laughs> You just got pranked by your sister Tanya, baby. You know what? <laughs> she said, talk to her about her baby daddy and that baby. Yeah, I don't play with the children. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right, let me ask you this. What is the baddest? I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land. The Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> oh, too much. All right, nephew. <laughs> Thank you. Coming we got up a next. challenge when we come back. Go yeah, ahead. right. <laughs> As the CLO, coming up next with our Chief Love Officer, Steve Harvey, in the building. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, Carla's here with today's music news about the Grammys. All right. And uh, Nia Long will play Katherine Jackson in an upcoming Michael Jackson biopic. And in uh, some weird news, a woman in China is leaving millions to her pets. All right. Not her kids, her pets. Why? Because her kids didn't come and see her when she was sick. So there. All right. We'll talk about all of these stories at the top of the hour. But right now, it is time to ask the CLO. This one's from Sapphire in Auburn. Sapphire writes, I'm married to a white man and I checked his Netflix profile. This past weekend, he watched Emancipation and Harriet and he didn't mention it. Why is he watching slave movies? Is this a red flag or was it for educational purposes? Wow. I know they ain't trying to drag us into your world. We don't know why the hell he watches slave movies. Unless he's trying to pick up some ideas. Now, that's oh, what you no. need to do. Is you need to just focus and see what he's trying to do. That's, not my that's what she's asking. You know, I just think the man just trying to, you know, understand culturally more, maybe why some of the things you're saying, what you're saying, why when you go over your people barbecue, they be talking like that. So I just said, man, let me, let me find out what I can find out about the uh -uh. situation because I love your white guy gotta voice. Be Come on. something going on. <laughs> I mean, Christ. <laughs> he didn't watch I mean, for crying out loud, she came Barbie and got you, that. right? <laughs> mm. She walked you up the river. She got you to safety. Uh-uh. <laughs> he did not say crying. that. He you guys are still crying about it. And who, who, who the name of the to? movie is Emancipation. I mean, you're free. Come on. Free. For crying out loud. Why are we still going over this? I'm going to watch yeah. these movies and get to the bottom of this. <laughs> he said that to his wife or he said that at the barbecue? That's what he, he said, said to his to his wife. Oh, oh, oh. He said that himself that's what she wants to know yeah is it a red flag or was he just watching for educational purposes oh, no i don't know why don't you ask him you mad his ass <laughs> <laughs> all right moving on to adriana and louisville adriana said when i asked my boyfriend to help me out around the house he complains so when he asked me to help him out in the bedroom i complain We've only mm. been living together a few months, and he's already acting up. Should I pay to break our lease and leave him or give him a little more time to get it together? Well, see, uh, you, you're looking at this kind of one-sided. You're going to, based on him getting it together, to help you clean up. Now, you didn't equate it to asking him to clean up to complain. To, now, you want to have sex and complain. I don't think the two are relatable. Of course you would. Because <laughs> you're a man. I mean, yeah. I mean, but now that you've made that the case, if you can't help me clean up, so now that, that right mm -hmm. there uh, alone is going to be quite a problem. So <laughs> I don't know how to put them two together. But now that you have, y'all got a special kind of problem. <laughs> then we argue afterwards. Oof. Nope. You know. <laughs>
Not until you help me around the house. Oh, God. <sighs> All right, y'all, I'll, I'll, y'all ain't going to make it. Uh-uh. <laughs> Breaking the lease. Ain't nobody got time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll out of there. Yeah. 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 Bye. Y'all need to slow down some of this. Playing house. Horse and Yeah, all that old mm-hmm. mess. It's too much of that. You know, man, if, if a man wants you, let him prove it. Mm-hmm. Quit giving test runs. I would stop all these test runs, man. I really would. Stop. You, you don't need nobody playing with you, trying you out, seeing how you fit in, how you going to get in. No. This, the milk costs this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't get the milk unless you buy the cow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Y'all got to get back to some of this old school way of thinking, man. Because this new thing, I'm telling you right now, is not working out for y'all. It's not even working out for the entire family structure at all. Mm-hmm. And then it, it allows some of these men to get away with complete weakness and inadequacy. Because you're not requiring them to be what a man is supposed to be. Now, granted, it's not your fault. And a lot of these young cats just don't know know. the full uh, brevity of manhood and what's required. And they they passing out this information themselves. Just like women used to pass out information about men. It's some men out there passing out some bad information about what manhood is. Man, man, a woman got to get in here and help me. That's true. She do. She do have to get in there and help you. But you got to do your job, too, now. You got to help yourself. She bring to the table. Damn, dog. Well, yeah, what she bring to the table? Yeah. Well, she can make another you. Let's start there. And a lot of other things. Right. She can give you a family. Right. Let's start there. See, manufacturers and producers like that. Yeah, <laughs> All right. Moving on. Hope, hopefully you heard that, Adriana, in Louisville. Moving to Blessing in Rockford. Uh, Blessing says, I've been singing since I was born, and I don't want to miss an opportunity to get with a major label. I'm 24, and I've been married two years. How do I convince my husband to put our family on hold until I see if I have what it takes to make it? You've been singing since you was two. Yeah, since she was born. Born. See right there. She's been married two years. How well do you sing, Blessing? Well, you're just basing it on your name, you know. <laughs> what? I think I think blessings. I think blessings mostly been doing most of her blowing down at the church, and you can get away with a lot down at the church. Has Kimberell heard you saying yet? Yeah. <laughs> Don't go. sing with me. Don't sing with me. Because that's what we need. So you need to see if Sister Kimberell has heard you saying yet. <laughs> I mean, you know, you can talk to your husband about putting your family on hold. You're only 24. You ain't got to start having kids right now. Yeah. You know, so go on in there and talk to him and see if you can make it happen. And this major record label stuff business is not what it is anymore. So you might want to look into that. Yeah. And um, has yeah. anybody, anybody yeah. recorded you and play it when you ain't around? Anybody? Mm. She mm. said she's anybody. been singing since she was born. She probably. I heard all that. I've been talking since I was born, too. <laughs> know what she, dream she just crusher. wants to see if she has what it takes yeah don't be no, a dream well, killer no i'm not being a dream killer i'm being realistic i'm just asking you a question has anybody gotten a tape of yours and play it when you ain't there do your husband thank you sir Uh-oh. none of that's in the question okay just we're just going to assume she can sing because she says she can well, okay that's well, what quit your job and pursue your dream then next question sure there you go. <laughs> Follow what is that Throw about? all caution to the wind. Jump. Do everything I said. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> go ahead. Right. Not jump. Yeah. Yeah. Not yeah, jump. Yeah, dream, kill. There you go. Jump. Do it tomorrow. Put your job. I did. All right. Marlene in Sarasota. This is our last one. Says, my son is overweight and I can't stand going anywhere with them. Um, the the boy is 11 and she all, oh, my sister's son, excuse me. My sister's son is overweight and I can't stand going anywhere with them. The boy is 11 and she always has snacks in her purse like he's a baby. I want them to seriously take better care of his health. So how do I broach the subject? All you got to do is say, hey, I ain't taking fat ass nowhere. Okay. Huh. You know, I don't That's know. That's not going to work. This is the type Please. of mentoring Junior was talking about earlier. This is exactly what I was about to say. I'm, I'm, away. I'm not Please. carrying your fat ass nowhere no more. Now, <laughs> you want to go with auntie, damn it. This is what you're going to have to do. You got to leave all them pies and corn and cake and all this back at the house. Corn? corn? I, I'm bringing celeries and cucumbers. Now, do you still want to go? All right. Uh, we're out of here. Coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment news right after this. Repeating on that window every time we go by McDonald's. Stop it. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You know, it's so important to have representation in media. I remember growing up in Chicago, I was heavily influenced by the beautiful voices on the radio. Well, the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. And NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center Black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. 
Listen up, Steve Harvey Nation. Imagine immersing yourself in timeless elegance at Fountain Blue Las Vegas with a President's Day pampering package for two, February 17th through the 20th, 2024. This package includes round-trip coach airfare for two, hotel stay, a $350 credit for dinner at Don's Prime Steakhouse, a $150 credit for brunch at La Fontaine, and a $500 credit for a couple's massage at Lapis Spa and Wellness. You can enter now and get rules at steveharveyfm.com. It is sponsored by the all-new Fountain Blue Las Vegas. That is steveharveyfm.com for all the info. All right, good luck. All right, come on, Carla, with the Grammy news. What you got? All right, the 66, 66 years, the annual Grammys going down this Sunday. It's Sunday Mm -hmm. in L.A., hosted by Trevor Noah. Nominees include Record of the Year, Put This on My Mama, I love that song, Victoria yeah. Monet, John Baptiste for Worship, Anti-Hero by Taylor Swift, and just in case you're wondering, her boyfriend, Kansas City Chiefs player, Travis Kelsey, he probably will not be attending the Grammys with his girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, he probably busy, got practice or something like that. But anyway, Album of the Year, SOS by SZA, Midnight's by Taylor Swift. Best New Artist, Coco Jones, Victoria Monet, Best R&B, Chris Brown, SZA, Best Rap, Drake, Killer Mike. This just in, they announced this on this past Monday. I'm so excited. SZA will be performing at the Grammys. Other performers include Billie Eilish, Travis Scott will be performing. Burner Boy, love him. Olivia Rodrigo will be there. And you two will do a special performance live from their Vegas residency. So that's going to be special. And Joni Mitchell, I think she's like, what, 80 years old? Mm-hmm. The folk singer? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she... <laughs> she I don't even know how you brought that up. Right well, because she's a that legend. Joni she's 80 Mitchell. years old and she's going to be performing. Do you know the legend? Yes, I know Joni. From Joni. Day. What Joni are you talking about? Gosh. The singer, anyway, the singer, Joey um, from Happy Days. I know she is. Don't about it, anyway, the Grammys this Sunday <laughs> on CBS. Let's go back and talk about Chris Brown because Chris Brown be putting it on him, boy. That boy right yeah. there. Yeah, <laughs> Chris Brown will be there. Who the hell is Joni Mitchell? You Coach know Jones. who she is. Anyway, Richard the Hunt Grammys are going Jones. down Sunday. <laughs> in L.A. That's it. Don't oh, can I say this? Wait, don't know about it. Wait, let me say this, though. I want Nicki Minaj and Megan Thee Stallion to stop this nasty beef that they have going on. All this nastiness in 2024, it needs to stop. That's all I'm going to say about that beef. It's nasty. It's ugly. And it's horrible. Everybody got beef right now, Carla. I'm, I'm just, beef. ugh. Can we just do that? something? Yeah, I see, Tommy. I see. <laughs> do That's you it. know? Do you all know? Are you aware of this? And a lot of my friends are sending this to me, too. And I'm talking about people that's uh, in the business. Uh, Fake news YouTube creators. Mm -hmm. Fake news YouTube creators are targeting black celebrities with AI-generated misinformation. Mm. And I have already seen one of myself. They took my imagery like I was on stage and put it in this finance commercial and started using my voice. But if you listen real careful, you can see it's not me. Mm-hmm. They are targeting the creators of fake news YouTube. Those people are, are going after black 
celebrities with AI-generated misinformation. And they are targeting us. And you know why they've chosen yeah, us? That's what I because they have looked at us on Instagram and YouTube. And we are the ones that respond most viciously to, to, to negative information. Oh. So now they're targeting black celebrities because they can get the most eyeballs by generating fake news about them and they will make money off our greed and necessity to sh destroy each other. Wow. And now That's the sad. white people at YouTube, the creators of fake news, are now targeting. I'm going to send y'all the article. It's uh, crazy what's going on. It's and everybody's sad. aware. It's really and it's sad. amazing how they're going to start this with black celebrities. You know why? Because they watch us eat each other alive. Yeah. These two women are going. 51 million views. Shannon yeah. uh, Sharp. Uh, then you got Megan and what Carla talking about. And Nicki Minaj. Minaj. And they eating each other up. Ain't uh -huh. no life. On records. Man, They're eating each so other sad. up on vinyl. Yeah, they records and dissing each other and lyrics. It's, it's horrible what's yeah. going on. It's bad. It's it really, is. really bad. And now they have found a way to take advantage and make money off our negativity and self-hate. And black people, we have got to wake up and realize what we are doing now, we are doing to ourselves. The Willie Lynch letter is now we writing it, we writing it for uh for uh for cyberspace. Uh, we, that's a damn shame, man. All right. You're right. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Coming up at 20 minutes after the hour, we'll find out about some of your uh, <laughs> big game essentials, Steve. <laughs> some of your big game essentials. We'll talk about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Okay. So, Steve, we all know that Detroit and Baltimore are not, I repeat, not in the Super Bowl. So you're not going to Las Vegas. You're not going to get a chance to wear your purple suit. Uh, you'll be at the house. Uh, Rub it in, Shirley. Rub it in. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you, you'll be at the house watching the Super Bowl like everyone else. Um, but I got to ask you this. What are some of your big game party essentials? What are some of the things that you got to have, guys? Mm. You've got to have. Come we on. know them wings is, is just, that's first on the list. You've got to have the wings. Now, nephew, yeah. do you grill the, the All wings? Oh, I'm grilling the wings. Oh, yeah. All flavors? Anybody else on my grill? That's, uh -huh. that's a no-no. All flavors no. or just one particular flavor? You doing? No, we're gonna flavors? we're gonna we're gonna have a spicy one. We're gonna have a lemon pepper one. Oh yeah, barbecue. Then my wife do one, but she do her own little sure. seasoning. I, yeah, uh -huh. she do her own seasoning. You don't eat That's them. You just threw that away. Nah, they're so bland. I don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Junior. <laughs> I got talk I'm, that I'm talk. not. Yeah. Talk that talk. <laughs> yeah, I'm not really nothing. I ain't, I ain't doing all that. I just got to have a TV. I'm <laughs> That's your must have. Yeah, my must have is just to watch this game. That's it. See, don't nobody want to be with you all that. I'm sitting over there hungry. Ain't nothing to eat. <laughs> watch drinking You still water. vegan, Junior? No. No, no. Oh, just, oh. just ain't grilling. I'm just going to watch the game. That's what mm -hmm. I want to do. Either that or I'll be at Uncle Steve's house, one or the other. It's always mm -hmm. something I can do. Well, yeah. we got food over here. Lay it out. Come on. What so, you, come on, Steve. What are your What you got up there? Well, I got to have hot dogs. Oh, you like hot dogs? Mm. Oh. Okay. Yeah, okay. I got to have hot dogs with stadium mustard. You know, you know that way it put me, kind of make me think I'm there. Gotcha. Mm. Oh. Yeah, I got to have something crunchy. Ooh, like, yeah. 
I'm not like a nacho dude because I don't like dipping and then if one chip ain't got no meat on it. Then the other chip ain't got no sour cream on it. Now this here chip only got salsa on it. What is we digging around to eat for? I don't, I don't like nachos. I don't like every time I want a nacho, I got to make it. I don't want to do that. Yeah. So, you know, okay. I'm more like, you know, burgers and, you know, Tommy got that chicken wing thing down that got to have that. But cigars is a must. I want <laughs> love, okay. you know, bucket of ice. For and, uh, you know, mm. and depending on how the game go. That's true. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Scotch if it ain't going good. Scotch. <laughs> <laughs> you need and a drink. To, you need a yeah, cocktail. And then tequila if I'm winning. <laughs> oh, okay. Learn something new every day. Yeah. Because I don't drink much at all, you know. Like I told some other men, I've never had two drinks in a row. I've never. Mm-hmm. I've just, but, right. but I've never been drunk, so I just don't, I don't drink like that. That's a good thing. All right, guys. Coming up at 34 minutes after the hour, we're going to check your voicemail, Steve, at 877-29-STEVE, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now to check Steve's voicemail. And if you would like to leave Steve a message, call him at 877-29-STEVE, 877-29-STEVE. You might just hear your call on the air. Ready, Steve? Yep. Here we go. All right. Good morning to you, Steve Harvey, and the whole morning crew. My name is Reggie. Um, I'm from Minnesota. I listen to your show every day, you and the guys. I just asked this for Tommy. Tommy, you made me miss Steve Harvey's closing remarks with that dumb stuff you talking about. Jodeci is better than the Ozzy brother. Anybody would tell you Jodeci cannot hold a candle to the Ozzy brothers. You want to battle with the Ozzy brothers, you put it on the show. The Ozzy brothers versus Jody, hit for hit. And see who wins. Peace out. This is Reggie. Bless you guys. Well, I'm going to let y'all handle it, Rich. Yeah. I'm going to let y'all handle it. Yeah, Reggie. Yeah, Reggie. Oh. First of all, uh, it must be really cold up in Minnesota because it's affected your hearing greatly. <laughs> oh. Tommy, Tommy was not battling with me about uh, Jodeci. It's Junior. Yeah. Junior is battling with me about Jodeci. So please redirect your anger. Turn it fully on Junior ass. Because Tommy ain't did sound a damn thing. alike. Man, I said, man, I, I don't even know how you got them confused. I'm mad at Tommy. Well, I couldn't even hit any closer in Mark. You? <laughs> but Steve, you know, show the difference him. between Junior and Tommy's voice really quick. Well, I don't have a voice for it this morning. Oh, yeah, you Tommy's don't. more like, uh-huh. you got nephew Tommy, and then you got Thomas Miles on Ready for Love. <laughs> Them two different people right there. Yes, sir. Ah, <laughs> I, I don't know the Ready for Love, dude. I don't know who the hell you are. I could do the show so on that way. Who is so this sexy. suave at? So let me tell you. So let me ask you. So what are you thinking about? <laughs> Well, Junior's way oh, higher guys, than that. Guys, 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 come on, come guys. on, guys. I've seen this before. Yeah. I said, boy, how's the movie here? Hey, buddy. That's Junior. That's Junior. <laughs> All right. This one's from Gina, Steve. Hi, this Gina again. What the heck is wrong with Junior? Man, y'all get him sick. He's having a crisis. Name talking about. The Isley Brothers against Jodeci. Thank you. Bye. 
<laughs> Gina was mad. Wow, Gina. What the hell wow. is wrong with you? She said a crisis. Said I'm a having crisis. a crisis because I said, Joe, this said, Junior. Wow, these people out here really. What? She got it Junior, right. I don't know if you understand the depth of the statement you made when you said that. You know, uh, you know, here we go again. I was fully aware of what I said. And if Reggie, if Reggie and Gina feel that way, I respect their opinion, just respect mine. That's all. Oh, okay. You know. Uh-oh. You know. But Junior, this is what we're trying to get you to understand. You know what? This ain't about opinion. <laughs> What's it about, We're talking Steve? about facts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. We're talking about facts, though. Oh, we're talking about hard, cold facts. <laughs> see? See right Factually, now. Factually. You can't okay. say Jody, Jody C and Isley brother. Factually. Okay. You just can't right. do it. You know what this is right you here? Can't, you can't say Jody C and against the OJs. You can't do it. Okay. Can't. Well, you know what? And that, what started this whole thing off of that ignorant ass mark that Jody C was better than Marvin Gaye. <laughs> oh, a lot of oh, oh, well. We have another one, Steve. This is from Terrence. He said you married him and uh, his wife, Kimberly. Take a listen. Good morning. My name is Terrence Bond, and I had the honor to be married by none other than the Mr. Steve Harvey on January the 30th, 2014, me and my lovely wife. And today we're celebrating the 10th anniversary through it all. That's our model for this year, through it all, through the thick and the thin. She hung out with me, man, and thugged it out with me. And I thank you, Steve, for marrying us. And we're still together to this day, man. Happy anniversary, Kimberly. I love you. Wow. That's Do you nice. remember that? I got ordained, I got ordained mm-hmm. as a, 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 a in Chicago. Okay. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, so I married some people there. He was on the show. Do you remember Terrence and Kimberly? Of course. Mm. <laughs> oh, that was oh, not convincing oh, at all. Uh, coming up next. He don't. Nephew Tommy has a prank phone call for us right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. And the subject is, it's not my fault he fell in the bushes. Okay, we'll get into that, find out what that's all about (laughs) in just a few. Because right now, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? Well, y'all know what day it is. It's February. Y'all know it's February. Uh Uh Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. Yeah, February the 1st. Y'all understand that oh, Black yeah. History has officially started. You understand mm-hmm. that, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So, uh, you know, there's no, I mean, you, you know, in order to jump start it, you know, you got to jump start it with a prank that's titled Black uh, History. Mm-hmm. Oh. Black History. Yeah. Right? right. Happy Black History about. Month, everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Happy Black mm-hmm. History Month, everybody. Mm-hmm. So this right here uh-huh. is called Black History Month, and I think y'all should buckle up. Hold on tight. You might want to pull over. You might want to pull over. But I need everybody to participate. All right? When we come back, I'm going to see if I can get my coworkers to participate tomorrow uh, in this Black History thing. Let's go, cat dog. Black History Month. Hello? Hello. I'm trying to reach James. James, please. Speaking. Hey, James, how you doing? This is um, Chad. I'm calling from the uh, from the job. How are you tonight? I'm doing good. How are you? Um, I'm very good, very good. Giving you a call. I'm actually the uh, the regional manager over the over your department. 
Okay. Uh, everything's all right, huh? Because today Sunday. I just want to make sure I, I'm still coming to work tomorrow. Oh, you're definitely, definitely. Nothing like that. You're definitely coming to work. Now, who's your manager over at your office? Is it Brent? Brent Right. Okay. Well, here's what we're doing, man. We're calling everybody in the company, first of all, today. But more importantly, we're definitely making contact with every African-American in the company. And I'm letting you know that we're paying homage and much respect to Black History Month. Outstanding. That, that's something that we want to definitely let you guys know that's important to us. I think that is outstanding. How can I help? Well, listen, we've got some things that, that we want to do for tomorrow, and that's the reason why you're getting a call today. Are you up for helping us, you know, really, really push Black History Month within the company? Chad, I'm a team player. Whatever it takes, let's get it done. Okay, good deal. Good deal. I tell you what, here's what we're going to do. We've got a lot of people that we've given a call to, and everybody's going to play different roles tomorrow. Uh, at the office. So we wanted to give you a call. Do you mind if you're, if you're really the team player that we think you are? And I think you, uh, you, you've already made mention that you, you don't mind doing what it takes. I don't. You're on the right track. Okay, good deal. Here's what we're asking, man. We, w- we would like for you tomorrow to actually, if you could find these type of articles tonight, but if you could wear a, a burlap shirt, some cut-off pants, and no shoes tomorrow, that would really, really help whoa, us out whoa, on the whoa. theme that we're trying to get going for tomorrow. Whoa, 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 Chad. I, I think I heard you, but I'm not sure. Can can you please repeat that one more time, please? We want you to wear a, a burlap shirt, some cut-off pants, and, and just don't wear any shoes at all. That's the, that's the attire that we would like for you to come into the office with tomorrow. Really? Yeah, yeah, and we, we, we're going to give it a okay. go, man. Everyone's excited about it, and we would like for you to come in tomorrow uh, like I said, we're, yeah, we're going chat, to... Chat, let me, let me, let me, let me give you... I mean, since we're going to celebrate black history, let me give you one fact. The year 1619 was the first African-American slave arrived in Virginia. Today is Sunday, 20... You think I'm some like that? Are you I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't exactly hear what you said at the beginning. What did, what did you say? Slavery's uh, been over with. Ain't no way in hell I'm finna come into an office. With a, man, you want to lose your mind? What is wrong with you? Why you ask me to put on a baseball suit and come in as Jackie Robinson? Why you ask me to put on a two-piece suit and come in as Eric Holder? What the hell is wrong with y'all? Well, what we want to do here, and I don't want you to get upset about this, James. What we want to do is Look we, at we, we what like, you asking me to do to be a slave. Well, well you know what I will do. But you, I mean, I will come I, up there. I will come up there and, and uh, pretend to be Huey Newton on your. That's what I will do, and show you some real Black Power Panther movement on your. Would you like that, sir? Sir, what we want? We, listen, we're not here to create problems. What we want to do is we want to we want to pay homage. You call me with a. Problem on the Sunday to dress as a slave. That's a problem. That's a big problem. Oh, okay, okay, sir. If we're going to pay homage to Black History, don't you think that all of that is a part of Black History? Highlight the positive, man. Highlight the positive. You're paying me today to work for you. This ain't no slave-free labor. Exactly. Do you understand that? No, I don't. I, I completely understand it. But what if we don't have where where it started from? I, I, you know, we have to have we have to have all every single uh, area of Black history, don't you think? We have to have the beginning, the middle, and the ending. Okay, well, if you want to highlight something, let me be Frederick Douglass. Let me slick my hat back. But see, the problem you got with him was his father was a white man. See, y'all like looking at our women, but y'all don't like uplifting the black man. So how about I do that? Let me be Frederick Douglass. Let's highlight that part. How about you, Chad? You like black women?
I'm here. Answer the question. I, I like all. I like all people, sir. I, I, what I'm trying to do is get hey, a, a great, great environment within the company, and everyone yeah, wants. This is not a great environment. So now, the majority of the of the Caucasian people are going to be masters tomorrow. Okay. What the f did you say, masters? Did you even say masters? Yes, most of them are going to be masters tomorrow. I'll be in there with my attorney to master an EOC lawsuit on your. F How about that? Sir, do you have a problem with us trying to uh, trying to uplift the black community? Do you have a problem with that? Man, f you. You ain't uplifting the f thing. You know what I'm going to do? I'm coming in tomorrow as Barack Obama. But see, you don't like this, do you? Yeah, you running around here want to get somebody to come in to be a slave. You be a master. Master this. Master me coming in as a black man like I've been coming in to work and like I'm going to forever come in to work. We are a major pharma company, and you calling me on a Sunday with some like this? Are you out your mind? Sir, sir, what we're trying to do is uplift the black community. That's what we're trying to do. Thing, talking about slavery. Uplift my and kiss my black That's what you do. Sir, I'm trying to, what we're trying to do is pay homage to black history, and here you are being negative about the entire, entire situation of what we're trying to do. Being negative, you right? I'm being like, man, you, I'm coming in as Barack Obama tomorrow, like I said, and I'm going to have my shoes on my feet. Can you uplift that? Sir, there's, there, uh, there's one more thing I need to say to you, okay? There's one more thing. One more, more hell. One more my I'm sorry? You just said all you had to say. What's your name again? Chad, sir. Chad Billingsley. What the hell you got to say, Chad? I, I, all I wanted to say to you is this, sir. Is I am nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, and you just got pranked by your co-worker, Kevin. Man, I knew this had to be some kind of joke. Y'all praying on a Sunday? Man, I'm going to kick tomorrow. I was worried about my job. I was getting ready to come there tomorrow and whoop some Every white boy I thought looked like a mouse. And don't let me see a brother dressed like a slave. I was going to whoop his <laughs> too. Oh, man. Hey, man, I got to ask you, man. You got to tell me this. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio station in the land? Man, the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, happy Black History Month. <laughs> Absolutely huh? can't stand coming to work as a slave. We followed the North Star wow. to on, work. <laughs> now, do but, I have some team players here? Uh, you guys, no. Who you talking to? Who you talking to? <laughs> tomorrow, Junior, tomorrow, I want you with a straw hat on. Okay. What straw hat on? Straw hat tomorrow. Now, Carla, let me see how I want you. Uh, I want you Shut with up. A, Shut up. Uh, Whatever. Uh, Shut up. A bandana, Shut up. but tied up in the front. Yeah. Shut up. Uh. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Stop it. Play too much. Not surely. Uh-uh. I want you cooking. Just cook some biscuits. Come in with a great big old thing of biscuits. All right? Mm -mm. I don't know how to cook biscuits. It's not going to be good. <laughs> You're going to be Miss Buttersworth. You're going to be Miss Buttersworth. What you going to do? What you going to do? I'm an overseer. Oh, you wish. <laughs> that's you, that's that what you is, Tommy. Boss man, they ain't working. All right. Uh, coming up next, it's my but, strawberry But on the real, happy, happy Black History Month. We just For playing. real, happy all Black month, History. all month. Uh, strawberry letter subject is not my fault. He fell into the bushes. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. We don't always like to talk about certain things, but sometimes we have to. Real talk. 52% of men over 40 experience some form of ED between the ages of 40 and 70, but it's always been a taboo topic. Thankfully, Hims is changing that by providing affordable access to ED treatment all online. That's right. Hims is changing men's health care by providing access to affordable and discreet sexual health treatments all from the comfort of your couch. The process is simple and 100% online, no uncomfortable doctor's visits. Start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash Harvey Radio. That's H-I-M-S dot com slash Harvey Radio for your personalized ED treatment options. Hymns.com slash Harvey Radio. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. It is time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. And you never know, it could be yours. It could be yours. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, Strawberry Letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, it's not my fault he fell in the bushes. Dear Stephen Shirley, I am a single mother of a 17-year-old high school senior. I had my daughter when I was 40, and my grandma loves to say that babies are for young people. She got that right. On Friday night, I went to the movies, and my daughter went to the basketball game at her school. Another parent called and said my daughter left the game early, and she was wondering if everything was okay. I felt like she was trying to tell me something without telling me something. I could not get my daughter on the phone, so I ended my date early and went home. My daughter's car was at home, but the house was completely dark. As I opened the side door, I heard a commotion inside, and I saw a boy dart across my living room and out the window. As he jumped out, he fell into my holly bushes under the window and started hollering. 
Uh, he got all scratched up, and he was struggling to get out of the bushes while I stood there and watched. I told my daughter she better not help him. His mom called me an hour later and said I forced her son to jump into the bushes because I'm so strict that my daughter has to sneak around. I think her son got what he deserved, and as far as I'm concerned, I should have pushed my daughter in the bushes too. Yes, I'm strict, and rightfully so. I'm raising a girl. My daughter is allowed to date, but... But with my permission, I don't feel badly about what happened to that boy. My grandma said I need to consider my daughter's feelings. Why should I care about my 17-year-old's feelings when it comes to sneaking boys into my house? Okay. Uh, no one is saying that you shouldn't care about your daughter's feelings. And you should care about your daughter's feelings. I think you do care about them. Because no matter what, she's still your child. And yes, you should be strict. But you got to do it with love, okay? Now, the boy, as long as he didn't get hurt too badly, and you said he didn't, that's the risk he took by coming into your house. And that's what he gets. I mean, his wounds will always remind him of this incident. So that could very well stop him for a while. But your daughter is your concern. She disobeyed you. She deceived you. And, and what she did was really dumb. I know she thought it wasn't at the time, but it was. The problem with some young people these days is that they live in the moment. They don't think things through. It never occurred to them that something could happen and they would get caught. They were just sneaking around, acting grown with no exit plan. So um, you're right. It's not your fault that he fell. And even though you said you should have pushed your daughter into the bushes, too, I mean, really, aren't you glad you didn't do that? I mean, she could have gotten seriously hurt. Don't forget. Do not forget, parents, that we were all young once. We made a lot of ignorant, crazy mistakes. And, and I'm sure, you know, your daughter is embarrassed right now and feels terrible about all of this. So you need to sit her down and have a talk with her. Steve. I don't give a damn about nobody in this letter. <laughs> I don't give a damn about that 17-year-old boy black ass in the bushes. I don't care about this little half in my house talking about she upset with me. I don't give a damn what my mama did up here talking about no babies is for young people. Well, hell, she here now. <laughs> I don't give a damn about the boy's mama calling me talking about if you wasn't so strict, he wouldn't have jumped out them bushes. You're lucky his ass ain't get shot. See, it's a whole lot could have went way worse in this letter. I don't even know why. You got a lot of nerve. Lady, you worrying about the wrong stuff. Oh. Can we do another letter? No. Just do this one. <laughs> Remember, you were well, once young. You went to the movies. My daughter went to the basketball game. Another parent called me and said my daughter left the game early, and she was wondering if everything was okay. It felt like she was trying to tell me something without telling me something. I couldn't get my daughter off on the phone, so I ended my date early, and I went home. When you call another parent and you tell a parent your daughter left the game early, is everything okay? And then you call your daughter and you can't get her on the phone. I can't imagine the knot that was in this woman's throat. My daughter left the game early, and now I can't get her on the phone? Lord Jesus. Now, this woman, that got she ended her date because she concerned. She, I mean, she got to go get started because you know what can happen in these days. So she went home. Your daughter's car was at home. The house was completely dark. I opened the side door, heard a commotion inside, and I saw a boy dart across my living room and out the window. 
when you heard the commercial, when you opened that side door, your daughter said, my mama home. Then his little black ass, <laughs> Shirley said, didn't have an exit plan. Oh, well, he got one right away, though. <laughs> I got to get out here no matter what. He done dove his ass out the window and fell in her holly bushes and started hollering. Yo, punk ass. See, that's what matter with these little soft-ass kids now. He gonna dive out the window, then holler and give away the exit right. You in the bushes. What is your punk ass hollering for? Did you you thought it was a mat gonna be out there? I got hurt. When you dove out the window, was you like hoping for the trampoline? Was you maybe thinking it was the pool right there? Mm-hmm. What is you hollering for? Cause you in the bushes and you done got cut. Shut your punk ass. <laughs> Take it like a man. Should have been in bushes like this. <laughs> but oh no. Just like the little punk you is. Now, right. you go out there. He's struggling to get out the bushes while I stood there and watched. Hang on, Steve. We'll come back. This yeah. We'll have part two of your response coming up at 23 minutes after today's Strawberry Letter. Subject is not my fault. He fell into the bushes. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter. The subject is, it's not my fault he fell into the bushes. Sorry. A woman out on a date that had this daughter at 40. She's 57 now, so I'm assuming. The daughter's 17 in high school. The mama out on the date. She lets her daughter go to the basketball game with some friends. One of the parents called her while she on the date and said, Baby, your your uh, obviously she was at the game. She said your daughter left the game early. Is everything okay? Mm-hmm. She said what? My daughter left the game early. So she started calling her daughter's phone. She can't get the daughter on the phone. The mama's sick now. She got a knot in her throat. She leave her date, jump in her car to go home, cause she got to find her baby. Baby that left the game. Now pull up the car in the driveway. The daughter's car's in the driveway. The house dog. She opened up side door. They, she hear a commotion in the house. They heard the side door open. The girls say, that's my mama. The boy run out, dive through a window, and fall in the holly bush. His sissy ass out there holly. Your he soft hurt. punk ass. He hurt. You what you thought was going to happen, you jump out the damn window. What is your little tender ass in the bushes hollering for? They bushes. You, they cutching, they scratching, they might have some thorns on them. But you got to stay quiet. Now, you go out there, he's struggling to get out the bushes, still whining, and you watch it. This way it could have went all wrong, because I'd have had a two-by-four, and I'd have been beating his ass. You th- it would have been, everybody would have been out there hollering. He'd have been out there hollering, ah, I'm in the bushes. He broke in the house. I'm going to kill the robber. I'd have been whooping his ass with a two-by-four. See, uh, this could have went really bad. Now, mm-hmm. and then you told your daughter she better not help him get out the bushes. His mom called me an hour later and said, I forced her son to jump into the bushes because I'm so strict and my daughter has to sneak around. That's what the other parents say. See, you just see what we up against as parents. We who try to be good parents, we got to do battle with the ignorant parents. <laughs> now, your daughter wrong because you too strict on her. Now, she got to sneak around. Now, that caused my boy 
to jump out the window. Ain't no conversation this woman having with her stupid ass son about going over people's house when they ain't home. Uh-huh. Mm. Ain't no, ain't no conversation is you don't need to be sneaking around with this girl because you could put right. this girl in an uncompromised situation. Uh-huh. She could end up pregnant, ruin her life, and can't go to college, and you going off playing basketball or whatever you want to do. Ain't no conversation with the boy about this. You made my son jump in the bushes. Now he's scarred up. Why was his ass in my house? Because I'm going to tell you how the conversation would have went if she'd called my house. Mr. Harvey, yeah. My son dove out your window because you so strict with your daughter. Yes, ma'am. And my son fell in the bushes and was hollering. Why, Mr. Harvey, did you have to beat him with that stick? Oh, Well, because I thought he had broke in my house. But Mr. Harvey, he was in there with your daughter. I didn't see that. I just saw this boy run and dump, jump out the window and into the bushes. But you went outside and deliberately, you could see he was a boy. It was dog. It was dog. I thought it was a man. Mr. Harvey, you didn't bother calling the ambulance? I said, look, ma'am, I'm a black man in America. Why would I call the police to my house? Paramedics, the police idiot. Now, do you want me and your son to get shot? How you no, right? What about a paramedic? <laughs> yeah. See, that's how the conversation would have went with me. Because mm-hmm. I'm not caring what you're talking to me about. Uh, I should have. Uh, you shouldn't have uh, been so strict with your daughter. Right. Yeah. I think her son got what he deserved. This is what the lady yeah. saying. As far as I'm concerned, I should have pushed my daughter in the bushes, too. Yes, I'm strict and rightfully so. I'm raising a girl. My daughter's allowed to date, but with my permission. I don't feel bad about what happened to that boy. My grandmama said I need to consider my daughter's feelings. Now, this is what I'm confused. What has we got to consider the daughter's feelings for? I'm, I'm not understanding that part. What is she mad about? <laughs> well, I done bought you a car. Ah, you done went to the game. You done snuck a boy in my house in one of these bedrooms. If I hadn't came home, ain't no telling how far this would have went. Now, he done dove out the bushes. Now, I'm talking to his mom. What? What? Why? Why are we talking about her field? Mm. Hey, Steve. Because I'm going to tell you what my daddy would have told me. You ain't got no field. (laughs) Up in here. (laughs) Care about your field. Yeah, you don't have feelings. (laughs) Right. You don't have. You just here. Mm. Let me Poor ask you girl. this, Steve. Have you ever done anything like that before? Snuck in a girl's house when her parents were gone when you were younger? No. Uh, uh, no. You never did that? I'm way too old. That 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 type of thing back in my day would have cost uh. you your life. I, 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 uh, uh, I snuck around with some girls, but we're going to be outside behind the garage. I, I knew. That's I normal. knew not to go in a man's house. Because, see, uh. all the girls I dated had daddies. Uh-huh. I didn't, okay. we, we, I didn't grow up. You know, everybody mm-hmm. on my street, all my friends, we had we was from two-parent homes. Oh, great. Okay. You know, I'm, I'm from old school. So I, I, it was, I, I was raised by my daddy. You don't go over no another man's house. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I was scared to death because I thought all everybody's daddy was like my daddy. Wow. <laughs> Tommy said he did. Tommy mm-hmm. raised his hand. Oh, I did. Yeah. Uh, Tommy 10 that. years younger than me. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, and then Tommy, you know, 
She need to come on. Now. <laughs> How many times has he told you he was stupid? Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. And check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on the free iHeartRadio app. Free never sounded so good. You can download it today. Coming up at 46 minutes after the hour, we got Sports Talk with Junior right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now for Junior and Sports Talk. What you got, Junior? Well, I don't know if we're going to be going to the Super Bowl. I, I don't think I'm going to be able to go down there. Really? You ain't taking me. I ain't. I can't go. Because the ticket prices for the Super Bowl is, is crazy. Oh, my it's, God. It, it, on the low end, is $9,800. On the high end, is 12240 Wait, wait. So 9000 is way up at the top? You at the top of a Nosebleeds or <laughs> nosebleeds? <laughs> I am and not seeing Usher all the way up there. No. No. <laughs> no I can't spend that time. nothing from 9000 <laughs> <laughs> You ain't gonna know who caught the ball. Nine thousand dollar tickets. You also probably about nine thousand feet above sea level tickets. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and two tickets make eighteen grand. We we talking yes. one yeah. ticket. Wow. One ticket. Wow. Wow. So you to go down to the field, you gonna have to ski down there. <laughs> <laughs> I can't spend that type of money. Stupid. I can't spend that type of money. No, if I no. spend that type of money, I have got to be a chief for that day. I'm on the team, Junior. I'm on the team. I know it. As number eleven. Come on, let's Junior. go, boys. Let's get it. Game time, Junior. Huh? You are going to have to stop speaking poverty. Into your mm. life. Speaking poverty. We all in poverty with the Super Bowl. Who the, the hell Super is which one of us going? Oh, if we ain't going with what you, one, we can't get in there. What should he say, Steve? One day I'm gonna be going to the Super Bowl. One day I ain't gonna miss a single Super Bowl. Mm. Oh, okay. okay. Well, we must, must gonna go. be refereeing up in yeah. there. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> with the black and white shirt. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> gonna, I'm gonna go there yeah. to foot. I'm gonna go yeah. there to Foot Lock and give me one of them uniforms and slide on in there. Slide on in there. <laughs> Tommy, you're not listening uh, <laughs> to I your know. uncle. I, I got your uncle. I'm, I'm just, just, I, I wonder if you go away, man. Just go on do it how you want to do it. <laughs> yeah. You gave that up that easily. Yeah, you hurt. Yeah, my... yeah. Sometimes this... you got to get tired of mentoring. This so you is, think this... we ought to spend eighteen grand and go to the Super and sit way up in the nosebleed section? He's saying I mean, when we could that. be when we could be at your house. Sitting on your patio yep. with four, four, five barbecue pits and just sit back and all them big flat screens you got. Why would yeah. we go all the way to Nevada to do that when we can come hang out with you? Yeah, and feel like we tailgating. That would have been tailgating. Now, uh, now we out here tailgating. Wait a minute, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. You gonna tailgate at my house? Yeah. Cause his driveway is like a parking lot. Yeah. Oh. I mean, yeah. As soon as I park, all I the people, that, my all trunk. the people that work there, you know, when you pull in, all the people that work there, all they call. There'll be about thirty calls over uh-huh. here on one side. Tailgate. Yeah. That's yeah. what we do. Yeah, we can get the tent right there. You got you guys pop up have You never know what Steve, people think until you listen him. close. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be there. So you ain't got no extra tables and chairs. You ain't got none. All right. Thank you, Junior. Chattanooga River running through there. Coming up at the top of the hour, a man on social media, Steve, needs some advice from you. He's dealing with an intrusive landlord, or she's dealing with an intrusive landlord. We'll talk about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury 
the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, Steve, Michelle on Facebook writes, I've been living in my apartment for about six months now, and at least once a month, my landlord will show up unannounced to look around the apartment under the guise of a routine check. I verified that my lease does say this might happen, but it's starting to feel like an invasion of my privacy, and now I'm feeling uncomfortable in my own home. So Michelle wants to know how can she address this without risking her lease? You say what? Well, I mean, you say it's in your lease. Mm-hmm. You say you signed it. And he gets to walk around and do what he and put it under the uh, disguise of a routine check. Uh, I think you if you're uncomfortable with that practice, then you should lease a place that doesn't have that practice. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah, I'm crazy. not sure you have any legal rights. Mm-mm. But the moment you start feeling uncomfortable in your home, that's not a good place to be. Because mm-hmm. that's the one place you want to go and feel safe. You want to be able to yeah. unlock that door and shut it and go. At No matter how bad of a day you have, the, the beautiful thing is to be able to say, I'm going home. Mm-hmm. And you can shut that door and regroup. Now, if you shut your door and somebody can open it. Yeah. Or somebody been in look. there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, been all in your drawers and stuff, you know, looking at stuff, mm-hmm. smelling things, you know, you just don't know. I would you I would start considering moving, looking at another place that doesn't have that policy. Because mm-hmm. people right. can go in your place when you lease it, but they have to notify you. That don't uh-huh. notify you and just walk in, nah, that ain't cool. That's great advice. Yeah. All right, Michelle. Or you, start, um, or you can buy you one of those safety locks and when you go out. You just lock your doorknob. Mm-hmm. It's a metal casing that goes around your doorknob that you have a key to. So when they touch the doorknob, it don't turn. Okay. Oh, yeah. I used okay. to travel with that when I was out there on the mm-hmm. road. 
Yeah, because you know we stay in condos and comedy clubs and stuff. They give you a condo. Mm-hmm. You ain't finna open up my door. So I put the lock on the outside of the door and shut it. Uh-huh. Now, you can turn that knob, but you just be turning that cylinder. You couldn't turn it. And I don't let people walk in. Then I got pop bottles up against the door. I was doing all types of stuff. <laughs> I travel with 12 pop bottles. Okay. Fight. So you were here when they were coming in. Yeah. Yeah, you got, I need a warning because I, I was hood ready. You know, I wouldn't stand mm-hmm. in the best of places. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. yeah. I stay in a place where you can pull your car up to the door. <laughs> I know that's right. <laughs> got you. You come out your front door, you looking at everybody that has just arrived. <laughs> yeah. All right, Steve. We have time for another one. Uh, this is from Alicia. On Steve Harvey FM, Uh, Alicia says, my boyfriend and I have been together for almost a year and I love him dearly, but he recently confessed that he can't stand my best friend. He thinks she's a bad influence and doesn't respect our relationship. My best friend and I have been friends for almost 25 years through thick and thin, and I've been friends um, and I can't imagine cutting her off. I'm torn between the two most important people in my life. How do I navigate this without losing someone I care about? Well, look, I mean, your boyfriend got to understand that that's your relationship with her. He ain't got to like her. He ain't got a relationship with her. But it's unfair of him because he don't like her for whatever the reason to ask you to quit liking her when you love her and she been your ride or die and your girl through thick and thin. So I think he's going to have to make an adjustment. Like, oh, here she come. You know, that's a red flag. I've been in that situation before. I just go in the other room. You know. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So and so coming over. All right, cool. I'm out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's that's yeah. her girl. He can't ask that of her. No, yeah. I don't, I don't and- think you can ask this girl to give up her friendship. When she been nothing but a friend to her, the fact that you don't like her, think she's a bad influence, you know, because when girls get together, they laugh about stuff that we don't know they laugh about. Now you didn't overheard it. Now you think it's a bad influence. No, that's how your girl really feel. They yeah. just don't say it around you. You can't stop them from yeah. having a relationship. She's only man. known Come him on. for a year. All right. Uh, thanks, Steve. We'll have more of uh, the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 20 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, we titled this bit of information The Human Touch, okay? The Human mm-hmm. Touch. According to a new study, self checkouts might be bad for business. Researchers found that self checkout stations might be more convenient for customers, but human cashiers might encourage more customer loyalty, especially for large purchases. So while more than one third of store customers use self checkout systems, these days, there's still big time value in having a real live person there to help you, especially when customers are dealing with big shopping cart stuff like, uh, uh, you know, furniture, whatever it is, big stuff to check furniture. out. Yeah, yeah. Any, whatever it is, big stuff. That's the only thing that came to mind right then, furniture. <laughs> but anyway, here's a question for you guys. Do you use self-checkout at all or do you have to go through the line with the real cashier with I don't do self checkout. I do it but I don't like it. No, yeah, do I've it. done it but I don't really care. I don't like like, it. like like if you got produce, I, I'm not going over there trying to weigh these onions and all this. I'm not doing all that. <laughs> and I like I, I want somebody else to bag I hey. Yeah. What yeah. is everybody doing that they can't <laughs> 
tell you what, though. Self-checkout, when I'm with uh, Tasha, they like it. The kids. Oh, like the kids it love it. I prefer to go to a cashier. Yeah, yeah. I'd you much know, rather see a live person. If I do self-checkout, how come y'all don't, y'all don't deduct nothing from the price, though? See, I'm doing all the work. <laughs> right. In here. We and y'all gonna there. still charge me full price? Right. <laughs> nah. No. Good point, Junior. Coming yeah. up at 33 minutes after the hour, we'll play a round of Would You Rather right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now for a round of Would You Rather. Would you rather eat junk food for 60 days or would you rather only eat vegetables for 60 days? I'm doing uh, vegetables. Vegetables. I ain't eating all that junk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's yeah. nice. That's some. Um, would you rather have for, vegetables or junk food? Yeah. Yeah. For, yeah, for 60, 60 days. days? Yeah. We're going we gonna to be fine, though, in 60, though. Yeah. <laughs> what you going to eat on his 61st day? Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> we pulling in uh, Chick-fil-A and Popeye. Back to uh, back. Right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> All right, would you rather spend every day indoors or would you rather spend every day outdoors? Outdoors. Yeah. Outdoors. Yeah. yeah, outdoors. Really? Would you rather have the whitest teeth, but they're really, really crooked? Or would you rather have the brownest teeth that are really, really straight? Well, I'll be down, sir. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, damn. Those are your options. Yes. Which one? Man. White and crooked or brown and straight? <laughs> I can't do brown. I can't. Uh-uh. What can brown do I'm going to do that jagged white. I'm going to do that jagged white. <laughs> Junior? I'm with Tommy. It's just going to be a tooth on the other side. That's what it's going to be. <laughs> no. All right, Steve. Why did he's crooked? He's really brown. thinking. Right. Look at him. Uh-huh. Yeah, kind of hard to have that ragged ass mouth. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What you got there? And we're so big on teeth on this show. What you got, brother? No, you I can't do no family feud with brown teeth, boy. What is you talking? <laughs> no, you know how hard I be smiling on TV. <laughs> What I can't do is every time I smile, there's a discussion. <laughs> Did you see his teeth? What's wrong with his what's teeth? Wrong with Why they so white? Why they so crooked? Why they so crooked? Uh, so what's Bro, with that bottom row? <laughs> bottom row? What's that? I was a family. I was a family. He got money. And I was on one of the commercial breaks. The girl bought out my water and some, uh, I use this chapstick called sugar. I put mm-hmm. the chapstick on and. Then I she gave it gave it back to him and I felt like it wasn't enough, so I got some more. Some uh-huh. more. Dude in the order said, Damn man, how much you need? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I was thinking. <clears throat> oh, okay. Well. Uh-huh. That's why the only sunglasses you can wear is blue blockers. <laughs> Ooh, the shade on the show. Yeah, yeah, you can't come get me now. I ain't free. <laughs> That's where that eyes comment uh, you and Tommy had earlier this week. <laughs> if you cut off your eyelids and you'd be looking like me, remember that? Mm-hmm, I didn't forget yeah. that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You've been well, waiting, Shirley. Uh-huh. Been. <laughs> All right, that's today's round of Would You Rather. Thank you, guys. Coming up at 49 minutes after the hour, it's our last break of the day, and we'll close out the show with the one and only Steve Harvey right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. All right, guys, here we are, last break of the day on this Thursday. Uh, Steve, before we get out of here, we do have a voice uh, a voicemail call for you. It's from uh, Yasmin out of Canada. Canada. Okay. Take a listen. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, family. This is your girl, Yasmin, calling from Toronto, Canada. Love the show. But yesterday, after I heard Junior's comments about Jodeci, and we were talking about Marvin Gaye, I just had to call in today. Junior, what is going on with you? Why are you so bent out of shape, Junior? I don't think I've I've ever heard you talk like this, behave like this. It sounds like something deeper is going on, Junior, and everyone is entitled to their own opinion, and don't hate that Marvin Gaye is on top and Jodeci is second. It's like comparing kiwi to mango. They're both in in the fruit category. They're both edible. They're both delicious. But they're two different sounds. Listen to Marvin Gaye's lyrics, Junior. Just do that for one week. Listen to Marvin Gaye only and listen to the lyrics. And I guarantee you, after one week, hopefully, you will understand the significance, the power, and the legacy that Marvin Gaye carries and still carries. So, Junior... What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? I bless you, my brother. I bless you, my brother. I bless you, my brother. What's going on? Going on. Tell me what's going on. Mm -hmm. I tell you what's going on. Ooh, Junior. Junior, you got a lot of people, man. You know, you know. Hurt by that one, Junior. Yeah, I mean, you know, and they came across another country for this. Uh, yeah. Canada. All across the border. Passport. Boy. <laughs> he said passport. What you yeah. <laughs> They had to show their passport to come make this statement. Here, I'm coming. <laughs> now, why are you entering the country, man? I'm going down here to see Junior. <laughs> <laughs> About this Jodeci and Marvin Gaye statement. <laughs> <laughs> we got an issue. <laughs> Junior? Junior, even that young, that young, uh, new young singer, October London. Oh, that song "Back like to Your Place" is a hit right now. He nah, sounds nah, nah, like nah, Marvin. No nah, nah, man, what, 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 what do you want to say? I'm just, I'm listening. I just, I just, I just can't have an opinion. That's why all I can't do is have an opinion. I didn't come up in Marvin Gaye era. I came up you in Jodeci's era. I didn't come up no, in the Jodeci era, but I know Marvin Gaye better than that. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think Jody's. I think Jody's is upset that you put them in this mess right here. Jane, to be <laughs> you, you talk to Casey now. Casey and JoJo, Mr. Dallas, and Johnson. Man, why he say that? <laughs> <laughs> but you okay, love well, him. You love I'm him. I'm okay. gonna go listen to Marvin Gaye. But the but oh, you have it? She said she said Excuse listen me. to Marvin Gaye for a week. Week. Okay. That's how many hits he got. Okay, we just you can start. finish Jodeci's whole collection by this afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> All of them. <laughs> Matter of fact, by the time we get up, when we get off the air this morning, okay. <laughs> by the time we have lunch at one thirty, you will have been able to listen to every song they had. Okay. Uh, what, what what Marvin Gaye album you want me to listen to? Any um, no, What's anyone. going on? Yeah, she told you. Live in London. Wanted. Okay. You can yeah. do uh you can do uh Trouble Man, you can do uh Mercy Mercy Me, you can do uh Dog you it's just I don't I don't distant love you can do which I hey, want Mercy you Mercy album. Me on what's going on. On what's going on. It's on It don't album. matter. His his hits are so overwhelming, they overwhelm uh, each other. Uh, <laughs> you know, Junior, I see, here's one album. Just okay, get okay. the album with the Ernie Barnes picture on the front. Mm -hmm. All them black sugar people shack. dancing at the sugar shack. I want you. Just oh, listen ooh, to yeah, that album Lord. right there. And don't okay. we can stop all this conversation. Okay. Okay. I'm I'm because I, I must have hurt some people, so I'm gonna go ahead and clearly, do the right thing. And, and, yeah, and rectify this because y'all clearly hurt is the understatement. Yeah. You like offended. <laughs> Junior, every call we done took been the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Now I'm in a crisis behind be, this too. Now, don't forget yeah, that call. Call the didn't hear you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So you got some homework. I'm gonna bring an eight track. I'm gonna bring an eight track to your house, and we're gonna sit down and listen to that. You got an eight track player? <laughs> you got it. You do. I'm gonna have. I'm gonna get all that. Yeah, we're gonna stop by the well, pawn shop and get all that. Oh, <laughs> this is how you know how legendary Marvin Gaye is. Jody said, ain't on eight track. <laughs> <laughs> Cassette, maybe. <laughs> but not eight track. <laughs> what did he say? Uh, they don't even have one. They ain't even on eight track. <laughs> yeah. You go right to they songs. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I think, too, yeah. you, you compare the group one, to a solo singer. It, it, it's just different categories. Uh, it's kind of hey, like call what Call it. Yeah. Call yeah, 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 yeah. it. He with compared Jodeci to the Ozzy brother. He did do that. <laughs> and the OJs. You're right. You did Woo. that. Woo. Oh, oh, he didn't stop there. Mm -hmm. Oh. Yeah. He went all the way over the cliff. He drove his car off the cliff, but he's still going the horn talking about, get out the way. Who <laughs> thinks he's in the ground? Bro, your ass is finna crash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, I'm going to go ahead and listen to the album. Let, Let me, me just go ahead. Can... See, I'll come back with a different opinion. Let me see. Who, who's you will precious. Group? <laughs> you will precious. <laughs> yeah. Let me come back for something. Let me see. Okay. Well, those are our closing remarks. It's all about Junior. <laughs> they all hurt me today. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. As they should. Because <laughs> you offended a lot of people. We'll see you tomorrow. Maybe Junior. You going to listen to the album today? Yes, I am. I'm, I'm we'll find out what Junior think tomorrow.
on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. That's the only reason people are going to be For too- all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit SteveHarveyFM.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Venture out in a spacious and reliable Toyota SUV. Like a RAV4 with available all-wheel drive and plenty of cargo space, you'll go from errands to adventures in no time. Plus, available features like wireless charging will keep you connected. Or check out a Highlander with seating for up to eight. It's a hub for family adventure. Your Toyota dealer is getting new vehicles in stock almost every day. So don't wait. Find deals on a RAV4 or Highlander at buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places.